Rated PG. Something, 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 something. Rated PG. <laughs> I was trying to do Despacito. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I can't help out there. That, that was, I thought I should do a little Latin flair because of the movie this week. Yeah, fair. So Despacito's in Spanish and they don't speak Spanish in Brazil. Oh, no. So. Oh, no. I don't want to pee my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners. Mom's out there. You understand. (laughs) Happy belated Mother's Day. Yeah. I hope everyone had a good one. Uh, This is Rated PG. That's right. (laughs) I'm Melissa Pressman. I'm Benji Pressman. (laughs) We have three boys. Nathan is four. Liam and Charlie are two. And uh, we use this time to decompress from the week yeah. Of uh, a lot of questions. Man, the questions. I have to, like, today I, I didn't handle questions well. Like, we did, we we had, like, a family outing, and we came home, and I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and Nathan wouldn't stop asking questions, and I finally was like, no more questions till I ate. I can't take it anymore. Nate said that. I, just, I, I couldn't do it. Nate said that everything is five questions, and... It's not his fault, but he just has a knack of saying mommy or daddy in a way that's just like. And then Liam and Charlie just scream about everything. And that's its own loveliness. Yeah. But it was it was more just like he'll he'll ask like 20 questions, but he won't listen for an answer and just keep asking the questions that it was just I was I couldn't take it. I was I was hungry. (laughs) And I just didn't want to have, I didn't want to answer questions anymore. <laughs> yeah, now we have to put conditions on his questions. Like, you can ask a question after you've eaten your dinner <laughs> or after you've put away your shoes. Oy, oy, oy. So, anyways, this week we watched Rio. Yeah, which IMDb's description is when Blue, a domesticated macaw from small town Minnesota, meets the fiercely independent Jewel. He takes off on an adventure to Rio de Janeiro with the bird of his dreams. That's not what happens. That's not really a good description, IMDb. That's not accurate. At, that's not accurate. That's not what happens. No, it's not. Where's the quality control on these IMDb descriptions? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, the beginning was half right. Yeah, I mean, the the elements are there, but he doesn't... He, We'll get into it, but that's not how he ends up in Rio de Janeiro. It's just not. It's not right. That ain't right. I don't like being lied to. Because what if I read that description? It was like, oh, that is exactly what I want to be watching right now. And I go to watch this movie, and then I'm like, that was a lie. They lied right to my face. And then I'd be mad. I'm glad that's not how we pick movies. So my first note about this movie Mm -hmm. is that you would have thrown up if you'd watched this while pregnant. I don't know about that. It's all like swooping bird shots, like bird, like from the perspective of a bird flying around at the very beginning. It seemed like Is the kind of thing that would have thrown off your equilibrium. I didn't even notice. <laughs> well, anyways, the movie <laughs> opens with this beautiful bird show and they're singing and there's so many colorful birds and different species and they're just flying around and they're like, Rio. Rio, something, 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 something. <laughs> so you could—that's what you could have done for the intro. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't like my my try at Despacito. No, actually, it was beautiful. <laughs> I think I did a really good job. <laughs> In my head, it sounded different. I should probably practice, but I'm like, let's just, I like to be, you know, spontaneous. Gotta get, keep it off the cuff. Keep it fresh. To be fair, <laughs> Justin Bieber doesn't even know the words to Despacito. See what happened. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they're all flying around, and this is where we meet Blue as an itty-bitty baby bird. 
Did did it feel like they were performing for him? Like he had a really good view out the he whole. He did of have a good street. view, but it just felt like this was their like we just love where we live. This is what we do. Seem to have a good life. Um, and he's like in his nest in like the tree. And we don't ever meet his parents, so we don't. They could have been just like off finding food or whatever. We don't know. Um, and he sees the other birds and he saw some other little birds like figuring out how to fly. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump out this nest. And right when he's about to do that, these poachers show up and like grab a bunch of the birds. And then like, it sort of like messes up his like moment of flight. And then they end up capturing him too. I mean... It makes sense for later that he has some PTSD about flying. Right? <clears throat> so then he ends up on a truck or a plane or whatever. I guess it's a plane first and then ends up on a truck in Minnesota. Uh, so they're quite, th- quite the dramatic change. Right. It Brazil said, to Minnesota. It said not Rio. <laughs> <laughs> and it was snowing and they had a little bird on a light that was trying to keep warm. So we kept kept moving from like light to light so it could stay warm. I hear uh, it gets cold in Minnesota in the winter. Yeah. Um, and then the guy driving, God, what was the song he was listening to? I don't remember. It was some like 90s hip hop song. Was it Whoop There It Is? Something like that. <laughs> he was Whoop There It Is. So that's what he was listening in the car. And then he missed the light and then like sort of swerved a little bit. And we see that the back of the truck is opened. And then we see that Blue's cage has fallen out. And he is found by this little girl. Um, and who's just like, I'm going to take care of you. And then we see pictures of them growing up together. And they have formed a very unnatural connection. <laughs> it is. I mean, I don't want to be offend anybody in our audience, but. Sometimes people who have pet birds take it a little too far. (laughs) (laughs) And in this case, like you see her at prom Mm -hmm. with with, the bird, with the bird. And then like her date is only like half in the picture. And he's kind of like, like super annoyed. And I, I like, she's gone a little, it's a little much where it's not just, I don't know. Just like he's everywhere. I don't feel like they give us one, one critique I have is they don't feel like they give us enough of her backstory to explain why she is sort of avoiding life Mm -hmm. through this codependent relationship with her pet bird. I don't know. And like at one point too, like, so she, I guess she owns a bookstore in Minnesota. Um, and like they have a whole morning routine together. Blue's gotten very good at, you know, he gets uh, he gets around pretty well. Copying sounds, getting around. He does all this stuff, um, and they he types in passwords on the computer. It, Smart bird. It's a bit much. And then, um, at one point, we see her talking. Her name is Linda, and right. Uh yeah, Linda. So. Uh, so we see her talking on the phone with like her mom, and was like, "I'd love to go, but then who would take care of Blue?" And you know this whole like she can't leave the bird which isn't not healthy no on any level with anything with children animals why can't she travel with the bird husbands wives like if you at some point can't leave that thing is too much right it's one thing if somebody is ill or something like that right but in this case you could get a bird sitter for a week or i mean you could probably take the bird with you yeah Exactly. So, you know, and then we see she brings blue like cookies and hot chocolate, which I don't think is right. Does not feel like birds probably shouldn't have that. Not not a natural part of a bird. Maybe they eat some cocoa seeds in the wild. I don't don't know. So blues and beans, they're beans. Yeah. So he's enjoying his, you know, treat. And there's some geese outside making fun of him that he doesn't leave the house or whatever and he just he doesn't care um and that that sounded like jane lynch and wanda sykes the geese um and then this man shows up and he sees him in the window and he freaks out 
and he goes in and he I think he already knew that blue existed. It's the only reason I'm for him to be in that town. Really sure why. Yeah, it, I I do feel like there should have been something like they end up on a viral video or something like that where it would explain how somebody from Brazil would know. But even if he had see, he had said something like, "Oh, I saw this, so now I am here." Right. But there was no explanation as to why he knows they're there or why he's there in the first place. Or we tracked back on these smugglers and found this record that a blue macaw was like ended sent up in, in Minnesota. Right. So I'm just here looking like nothing. So he goes in and he's just like, he, he's like the last male of his species and we found a female. So he needs to come to Brazil and they need to mate because this is the end of the species. Like we, there's no more. And Linda was like, no, we're not going to Brazil. This isn't happening. And he's like, okay, but that, it will be the end. Like, there's no more. Yeah, she really is <coughs> letting so, her codependence kind of trump everything. And in this moment, too, we also find out. So he's a, he's a doctor of ornithology. Yeah. Um, and we find out also, like, he goes to make to like, she's like, well, blue doesn't fly. And he's like, oh yeah, no, he, his instincts will just kick in and he threw them and nothing happened. No, blue did not fly. <laughs> and blue is voiced by Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg, um, which seems appropriate. For the character? Yeah. Yes. I don't, but I, I was just like, I was like, does it, is it insensitive to have a Brazilian character played by Jesse Eisenberg? But, it makes sense for the character traits. Yes. Um, and then uh, they do decide that Linda's like, no, we actually, we need to go. So they're going to Brazil. And they get there, and it's actually during Carnival. Which seems like a terrible time to visit if you don't want to experience Carnival. Do you happen to know, like, it's at the same time every year, right? Is it's, it like right it, around... It's Mardi like, Gras. It's Mardi Gras. It's okay. the same... It's a, I think it's pretty much the same. It's like, because that's how they... It, so in it's Italy, like right it. before so like Lent. Yeah, Fat Tuesday okay. or whatever Got it. that time frame is. Yeah. yeah. Right, like, Fat Tuesday? Yeah, like I believe that's like the end of Mardi Gras. Yeah. Because the next, the next day is Ash Wednesday and it's, it starts Lent. Yeah, so it's that same time frame. Uh, I know in Italy they do that as well. Okay. I just wasn't sure. So it's around the same time every year, not the exact same time because that moves in the calendar. It's never the right. so it would make sense. It would still be snowy in Minnesota, Minnesota, yeah. and it's the other hemisphere. So it would be I don't know, probably still pretty nice. Yeah. So they go and they go to the doctor's office, and we see that he lets the birds eat out of his mouth, which is a little. Super gross. He's also doing like bird noises and like movements and and uh, the blue is sort of like, what is he doing? Because um, blue doesn't really think of himself as a bird. And they... <clears throat> oh, I know. There was something we skipped over because I didn't write it down. Why they decided to go to Brazil was at one point blue was in the bookstore trying to figure out how to fly. Oh, right. And he got all tangled up in lights and everything, and she was just like, we have to go. Like, this is... This isn't good. We have to... You need to go be around a bird or something. Learn how to be a bird. Um, so, you know, and the doctor, like, explains everything. Like, this is like a bird sanctuary. They take birds in. They make sure everybody's okay. Um, and then... They put hit Blue in a room, like a special room that Jewel is in. And he said, don't worry, I'm going to make him look good. And Blue looked crazy. <laughs> like a weird, like, pompadour? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? So he fixed his hair and everything because he saw it. He was like, what the? Um, and and then, then he's Blue's trying to find Jewel. Yeah, he's like, it's like a jungle situation room, yeah. but it's all enclosed. And it's sort of like Predator yeah. <laughs> or something. like. He's like all weirded out and you just see like a little like Shadows. blur or shadow <laughs> off of the corner of the screen. And then she like tackles him. And then he, she like shows up and she's going like slow-mo and they'd already heard someone say like that Jewel's very aggressive and she's not a nice bird. <laughs> and he like sees her and he's got like his inner monologue going like, 
she's an angel. Why would anyone say she's terrible? And and then she like attacks him. Yeah, takes him down. And then the doctor, like they're watching on, I guess like cameras. Yeah, something like that. And so the doctor's like, oh, we just got to set the mood. And so so he puts on like Lionel Richie. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, But Jewel is just like, no. And then they're basically, I think, but they people think that they're now like getting it on, getting it on. So and they're like, we should give them some privacy. And he's like, see, Lionel Richie works every time. And he's like, we gotta, we should like let them be. So they go to leave, and he's like, we're gonna leave, leave. And Linda was like, ah, I don't know if I'm comfortable. He's like, no, no, this is our best security guard. Don't worry about it. And the guy like throws a pencil and kills a fly. <laughs> yeah, which is amazing. And she's just like, okay. So they leave. And then the security guard is there. Um, oh, I think also we find out, too, that Jewel is trying to, like, break out. Like, that's what she's trying to do. She's, like, banging a rock against a grate or something. Like yeah, that. and Blue is just like, whatever. I'm he likes staying. Being in, he likes being in cages. He likes being domesticated. Well, I, but it's really all he's ever known. True. He doesn't even remember. He doesn't even remember, like, how he ended up in Memphis. <laughs> Oh my goodness, excuse me. Bless you. That was a sneeze. In case you were wondering. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so he has no memory. So of course, that's what he enjoys. Uh, and then we go, we cut back to the security guard and then he's listening to music and they're like, Carnival, Samba. And he like rips off his clothes. And he's, he's got this like gold underwear. He's wearing this, like, like gold tank top that's The stops. shorts that uh, Rocky from... Rocky Horror Picture oh, yeah. Show wears. <laughs> yeah. like, they're like that like, kind of shorts. He's like dancing around, and then he hears something, and he so he goes in to go see what it is, and he sees this like bird that had been brought in that morning, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, poor bird!" It's like, like a beat up looking cockatoo. And he was being really sweet, like and handling the bird really nicely, and then the bird goes like attacks him and like chloroforms yeah <laughs> does chloroform really i've always wondered does that work that way like in movies and stuff it's just like you put the cloth over somebody's mouth yeah. and they're like out i don't i don't know and there's really only one way to find out hmm. so we'll get back hmm. to you with the results after i do it <laughs> so then <laughs> just make sure i land on something soft whatever so now we know that white bird is a bad dude um yeah and then they go we cut to Linda and the doctor are out to dinner and we sort of see that there's a little bit more of a connection happening between the two of them. And they went to what is, I guess just a restaurant, but here would be like a Brazilian steakhouse. Yeah. But there's just a, I mean, they, I don't think they call them Brazilian steakhouses there. They're probably just a steakhouse. And they like go crazy. They're like, I got beets. And then they're like, here's some chicken hearts on fire. And they were just talking about how much they love birds. Yeah. And then they just start giving them all this like dead bird meat. Which he has no problem eating. Um, and then his phone goes off and it's a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and she's sort of like, eh. And they find out that Blue is gone. Because what happened um, after the bird whose name is Nigel after he chloroforms the security guard uh we then see blue and jewel get taken yeah cuz nigel lets in a little boy who well we don't know that it's a little boy at that point but then then we go to this little boy showing up at i guess they're uh, poachers or what do you or call smugglers? them smugglers yeah so he shows up there and then he's going to get paid for the birds and he gets paid half what he was told he was going to get paid. And then they just throw the birds back in this other room and there's a bunch of other birds and they're all crazy. <laughs> like there's one bird that's like, I'm a pretty bird. I'm a pretty bird. I'm a pretty bird. <laughs> it feels like they've been in cages for a while and they're, yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not doing well. They're not doing well. Um, and then they're like, all right, kid, get out of here and, and go back to your whatever your mom, and he's like, well, I don't have one. And then it, they realize he doesn't have any family at all. And then one of the guys was, you know, like the henchmen. But like the leader guy? or what? No, like the other two. Yeah, who are not smart. No. There's like a big guy and a skinny guy. Because they never are. 
but is that like a henchman? Yeah, they're henchmen. Um, it's like, oh, can we keep him? And he was like, no. And he shut the door. And so then the kid goes and you, you see that he just like lives on top of a roof or something. He's yeah, just, in the favelas. He's like living on somebody else's place. Yeah. So. With a great view. Yeah. Um, and then they have to feed Nigel, who everyone is afraid of except for the the like leader and they go to feed him and he he eats chicken yeah i don't think that's normal he's a cannibal um (laughs) and they do rock paper scissors is that a universal thing like do people do rock paper scissors all over the world i don't know i don't know because sometimes i don't know in a cartoon that they're always like let's be culturally accurate i think this was Directed by and written by somebody from Brazil, so so it might be. It's possible that it's a little more accurate. I don't know. Maybe maybe that is like a universal thing. Yeah. Okay. Carlos Saldana. Um. So then we have a thing with Nigel, who is voiced by Jemaine Clement. Yeah. And the song he's my favorite thing about this movie is really bad. The song that he sings. <laughs> but I said, but I did like the poop line. Yeah, that was the one. I mean, th- there are a few songs in this movie, but it's not quite not, a musical, and they're not good. They're not good. But yes, he does say, "I poop on people and blame it on seagulls," and I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then they show a seagull, and he was like, "He did it." <laughs> 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 I was like, "That's." That was pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, like the rest of the song was just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. It's just like exposition via song. And it, but it was just, so I guess Nigel used to be like a bird on the screen. He was like a TV He was star. like a famous bird. And then I guess he got replaced by other birds or something. I don't know. And then he got crazy. So he's like, so now I'm just going to kill other birds because fuck you guys. <laughs> he is like, a dick. Wow. <laughs> That's not cool. Um, and then they escape. Yes. Oh, and they've been chained together. Right. Blue and Jewel, Jewel. have been um, like, they have like a handcuff basically on their their feet, right? Is yeah. That they're what like, they're called. Yeah. Each of them has one foot connected to the other. Yeah. Um, so. So Nigel sings a song and leaves. And then, then then we see like Jewel like trying to break out of the cage. And and uh Blue was like, This isn't you're being crazy. And then he goes and he just like opens the cage. And right. she's like, What? He knows how to undo latches and locks and things. <laughs> and like he's that. like, What? This is a standard. Da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Well, let's go. Like, like, let's fly. He's like, I can't fly. So they I can't remember. Somehow they get out of the cage and get out of the room. And then they just start like running. Yeah. And then Nigel's chasing them. Yeah. And because the guys were chasing them too. Right. Like, because they realize that something's happening. And so then they get away and Nigel flies into like a transformer. Yeah. No, not and not a robot, but like an electrical transformer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they uh, the lights go out, I think, in most of the city. Yeah. And they like, were watching like a major soccer game. So people were not happy about yeah, that. They, it was like, or football. I was like, wow, Rio's grid really needs some upgrades. That might be true. Um, so we also saw that Linda and the doctor had gone like all over and were like trying to, they were like passing out flyers, trying to find blue. Um, and then we find out that the little boy he goes to them in the morning. Because he, f- did he see one of their flyers? I think he did, yeah. And he goes to them and they wake up, like they fell asleep on the stairs and they wake up and he's like, I know where Blue is, like I will take you to him. So they are now going on this adventure with this little boy. Uh, and then the henchman tried replacing <laughs> the birds with chickens yeah, and they just painted, painted them blue. blue. And they, it just made me wonder, like, how do you get into bird smuggling? I don't know. But the guy was just like, the leader guy was just like, you know what? Nigel's in charge now. So he put the bird in charge. <laughs> He's like, because we need them because we were we needed to load up the plane and get out of here. And the, the, the blue macaws, because they're the last two on mm-hmm. the planet, 
are worth a lot of money. They're the, they're the like most important part of the shipment. Yeah. So, so now they're looking for the birds. Um, and then, oh, also once Blue and Jewel had escaped, they went and found a place to sleep for the night and they were going to go up in a tree, but that made Blue uncomfortable. So then they went into like a pergola. Yeah. Or like, was it a gazebo type thing? Yeah. Yeah. Gazebo. So they, they slept there. They woke up and then they found like these little baby toucans and they were like, oh, there's that kid. And then the two cans went crazy. They did. They were nuts. I was like, this is like, like our children. <laughs> they were like ripping their feathers out and like, just crazy. And then the dad two can shows up and um, he's voiced by George Lopez, right? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I can help you and I'm going to leave. <laughs> and he's like, see you later, honey. So he was just looking for an excuse to get, to get away out of from there, his yeah. family. Uh, so they leave um, and they're going to go and find his friend who he says can get them out of the, the handcuffs. Um, and then the next thing we see are there's like this breakdancing monkey <laughs> that everybody's watching, like a bunch of tourists. And they're like, oh, my God. And there's like a team of monkey pickpockets. Yeah, they're pretty. Or- they're pretty good. <laughs> they're pretty organized, and they're. But just I didn't understand why. Like, do they sell that stuff? That doesn't get explained. So I understand if they were stealing food. Right. No, they 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 just steal stuff, and so the the breakdancing monkey is then wearing a watch like a belt. Looks like a, like a wrestling champion belt. And then Nigel shows up and is like, "You guys are everywhere. You need to help me find these birds." And they're like, well, why? Like, what are you going to do for us? And then Nigel just takes the, I guess, the leader monkey, flies him up in the sky, and just basically lets him free fall. And the monkey was like, save me, save me, save me. So he does. And then he's like, so I did that for you. So now you need to find these back. birds. Yeah. And uh, if you don't find these birds, I will teach you all how to fly. So they're so he just like I was like I'll kill everybody I don't care <laughs> Nigel don't give no fucks he doesn't uh, and then uh, the toucan and Jewel and Blue they're they're gonna try and well the toucan and Jewel are gonna try and teach Blue how to fly so they're doing this whole thing and then they end up hang gliding because he he keeps getting freaked out yeah. So they just wanted to get comfortable with the feeling of flying without the responsibility of flying. No, they just landed on a hang glider when they fell. So then they were just hang gliding. Like it was not like, won't this be a good idea? You'll be on a hang glider. But do they fall off more, right? Do they end up killing a hang glider? <laughs> they possibly do. <laughs> so they're just like, <laughs> it was like, isn't this amazing? And then I can't remember who shows. I can't remember what happens, but they end up breaking like through the hang glider who then like hits a bunch of people on the beach. I mean, it sounds like a like a massacre. Yeah. Occurred. It's a disaster. But they just leave. It's not their problem. It's just people. <laughs> they just leave. <laughs> but I can't remember why. Like what happened like with the hang glider. Like I don't know if it was just like the wind. Oh, oh no, he like he spread his to, wings. Yeah, he was like, Oh, I feel like and then I'm he feeling spread myself. and then it went. It all went to shit. Um, and then they're trying, like, so Carnival's about to happen, the big parade, like, the day. And so they're shutting down all the streets, and Linda and the doctor and the kid have been driving around in the Jeep, and they're like, they couldn't get through anywhere. Like, everything was getting shut down. So then the kid was like, don't worry, I got this. And then he shows up with a motorcycle that he's like, oh, I traded your Jeep for it, but it works good. <laughs> And he's driving them around <laughs> like it's nothing through the streets. That's crazy. Um, and then we see the monkeys all around the city. And then they send a text. <laughs> and then the other monkey reads the text. It just says, ooh, ooh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else would it say? <laughs> and he was like, got him. <laughs> So then they, I guess he told Nigel, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> oh, and also, like, 
when they way back when when they first got to Brazil, when Blue was in like a crate or whatever, an animal carrier. Uh, he meets these two birds that are just like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go meet a lady. And they're like, good luck. And we run into these two birds again. Uh, and they're like, oh, there's your lady. Oh, that's awesome. You're doing great. And he's like, yeah, it's not really like that. And then uh, they go to this like special like bird place that Toucan knew about where they're like all the birds are like singing and dancing. And I guess <laughs> Blue just starts moving and <laughs> it's like, what's happening? He's like, I don't know. Like he can't stop. <laughs> he just has like natural Brazilian rhythm, but he doesn't understand why. But it's like the music makes him like not be able to stop moving. And then he's like dancing with Jewel and everything's great. And then the monkeys show up. Gosh dang monkeys. And so then there's a monkey bird war and they're like fighting each other and Jewel kicks one of the monkeys and he spits out two jewels. That was a little... Oh, I didn't catch it. Like, she kicked him in the nuts. Mm -hmm. And he spit out two jewels. Man. <laughs> I mean, if, uh, if if every time I got hit in the nuts, I spat out diamonds. You'd let me kick you in the nuts more? Probably. Nice. There's only one way to find out. You're a little too excited about this prospect. <laughs> We'll keep you posted. First, we'll chloroform, and then I'll <laughs> kick him in the nuts, and we'll let I'll let you know how it goes. Um, so, then <laughs> <laughs> so then they're on like this like trolley thing, because since they can't fly, they're going to the toucan guy's friend mm -hmm, to get who's going to help them get out of the handcuffs. And they got away from the monkeys, like they won the war, so they get away. Um, and then they're riding on this like streetcar thing. And then the yellow bird starts singing a song. Yeah. Which is the only song I like in this entire movie. Well, first, there, the, there was one bird who's voiced by Will I Am. So he's like, I'll set the mood. Oh, right. Cause, and then he so it sounds like Will I Am. Yeah. And then the other bird is Jamie Foxx. And he's more of a, like, sort of like Brazilian. Yeah. Like, that kind of soft song. It's not yeah. like super heavy on the percussion yeah um but i was just thinking like first of all everybody's really invested in these two bonin yeah and like is this, i mean it, it's sort of a, a weird commentary on arranged marriage or something um but then also like this just feels like kiss the girl like rip off kiss the girl from uh little mermaid oh yeah i mean but not the song itself but like just like well, trying to like set the mood and like get them no, to like, I mean, I hook can up. No, I can see that. But also they're both already like on that, on the page together. Whereas like in The Little Mermaid, they were really trying to get him to move forward without much information. Right. Yeah. I mean, we've already seen flashes of mutual interest between Blue and Jewel. Yes. Like they both there's like moments that are happening and you can see. And so, you know, he just doesn't know what he's doing. He's not really good. He's, he's trying, but he really can't. I mean, he doesn't really talk to many, anybody really, yeah. except for Linda for most of his life. So he doesn't know how to like interact and Toucan's like giving him words and trying to help him out. And then he's like, just tell her how you feel. And he goes to tell her. And then he swallows like a pedal. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, oh, you're getting choked up. And she's like, oh, no, you're choking. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to save him. And then they're like, oh, that did not go well. <laughs> and then they end up um, where they need to be. Some sort of like. Like a garage. Garage mechanic shop. And they sort. go in. And then it turns out his friend is a bulldog. And the kind of dog that's super slobbery. Yeah. Which is super gross. And like, he's voiced by Tracy Morgan. Yeah. And he goes to help them, like, get out of the the handcuffs. And he's got, like, this, uh the a table saw, right? Yeah. That's what it's called. And he's got, like, the welder's mask on. <laughs> and he's like, if anything goes wrong, you guys speak real loudly because I can't hear in this thing. <laughs> and he's like, I can't really see in it either. <laughs> <laughs> this is so crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's... 
So he starts. I'd be uncomfortable. Starts moving him forward, and then he slips on his own spit, and it's like this whole thing, and they're like, and it's all slow mo. Yeah, and like blue flips over it, and it cuts like a feather off. Like a yeah, and then they end up getting stuck on like upside down. Everybody's upside down. They're stuck on the, in the dog's mouth. The chain is. And his drool's just like falling down, and then that ends up they slip out of the thing. Right, it gets them loose. Um, and then the chain comes off, and then it ends up getting stuck in the table saw, which so ultimately was best that they not go in it because it probably would have killed them. It would not have gone well. Maybe at least <laughs> broken their legs or yeah, something. Yeah, it didn't. It was not going to break the chain. No. Um. So they're free. And then uh, Jewel is psyched. She's like, like, oh my God, yes. And then all the birds are all flying. And then Blue's sad because he can't fly. So he's kind of just how it is. And then Jewel comes down and she's like, Blue, but, you know, I thought he's like, what? You were going to go back to Minnesota with me? I was going to stay here with you? Like, none of that's happening. Like, I can't fly. I'm What, I'm just going to walk around with you this whole time? And, And then he was like, I hate Samba. Ooh, that's... That's when he took it too far. Nah, that hurt everybody's feelings. Don't attack. Don't uh, critique a culture when you're visiting that culture. That's just, wait till you get home. And he was just like, it all sounds the same. And he was like, Tico Taco too. Tico Taco too. And I was like, okay. And then, <laughs> those were his words. No, I know. Not mine. It just, uh, I was just thinking it feel, that, that feels like very... Uh, of the moment sentiment by some people in our country. Yeah. <sighs> uh, anyways. So so then he's like walking off and he's like, peace. And then uh, Nigel ends up taking Jewel. Um, he's like swoops down and grabs her. Yeah. Uh, like they have like a bit of a fight, but then he ultimately, he, he wins. Uh, and he takes her and she's caged up. Um, and then... Does he say everybody loves a parade? I wrote down that line. Was he the one who said that? I don't know. Because part of the thing is the bad guys know they're not going to be able to go cross town during the parade. So right. they are going to infiltrate the parade so they can move with the parade. So they are they have to set up a float. So they have a float, yeah. And, and it's a terrible the, float. The kid goes, he, the kid does get Linda and the doctor to the place um, and everybody's gone because they've already packed them up into the float. And so they're like, you lied. They're not there. He's like, no, they are. They're, everybody was here. Like, I, this is where everybody was, I swear. And then the henchmen show back up. Um, so Linda and the doctor are hiding. And they're like, well, what are you doing here? And he's like, I just want to be a part, please. And they're like, okay, fine. So he gets all the information and he's like talking real loudly. So that way Linda and the doctor are here. And so now they know they're in the parade. So they, they're they going to the parade because they want to try and find Blue. And uh, they get to a place where it's like performing, performer's entrance only. So they have to go put on costumes. So they go put on these costumes and they both look like Blue Macaws. Somehow they just find Blue Macaw costumes, whatever. And then the dude is very excited. And I was wondering, do you think he was like aroused? Because he's like, looks like a blue macaw. Like he saw himself in a mirror or something. And yeah. he was like, oh, looking good. And yeah. like strutting and like making weird bird know. noises. I don't know. I but mean, Linda shows up in, you know, like a Brazilian outfit. I mean, I think that is a, a typical. Yeah. I mean, it's like high heels, like in a bikini, like a yeah. fancy sparkly bikini. Yeah, basically. Um, so they go through the performer's entrance to join the parade. So they're there. And then this guy shows up and is like yelling at Linda in Portuguese. And she's like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> and he just pushes her in this room and she's like, I don't know what's going on. And then, so she's on the float and she's like on the part that gets like lifted up. Yeah. She's like the centerpiece of some giant float. And she's just like, Oh my God, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and the guy's like yelling at her in Portuguese. And she's just like, I don't know what to do. And finally, the doctor's like, Linda, you have to shake your tail. And she's like, I can't do it. Well, she says, I think he says tushy. And she says, we don't shake our tushies in Minnesota. And what I wrote down is, but Prince is from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So obviously, people know how to how to move and shake. Right? They're from Minnesota. So she lied. Yeah. She fucking lied. 
But I also said, like, this parade is nuts. Like, if this is even just somewhat accurate of what actual carnival parade is, like, this parade is out of control. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a crazy. big deal. It's crazy. Lots um, of pickpocketing going on there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just, just be warned if you go. Thank you. Protect your wallet. I will. <laughs> no problem. So that's happening. They're at the parade. Um, and, uh, oh, the yellow bird and the other bird, they were with Jewel when she gets taken. And they come back and they find Blue and they're like, Blue, this is what's happening. And he was like, what? Oh, my God. So he's like, we have to go. We have to go get her. Like, I have to help her. So they're going back to the parade. They have. Um, they're all riding on the, the dog. The blue, the blue dog. The bulldog. He's going with them. And he put on like a. Bikini. <laughs> and a, a and fruit the, like, hat. And the fruit hat. Like a, a che- chiquita banana. Lady. Yeah, like the chiquita banana. Or was it. I want to say like Cheetah Rivera, but I don't think that's right. Yeah, I don't remember the the um, woman who was famous for that. So then, uh, yeah, so they're trying to go, and Jules like under the float with Nigel, and she's like, you know, fuck you, you're a horrible bird, not gonna happen. Carmen Miranda, Miranda, yeah, Miranda, yeah. There we go. Uh, um, sorry, <laughs> it just popped in my head. Um. And Nigel's like, I don't have to do anything. Like, I don't have to go find him. He's going to find you. So confident. Um, And then, and there comes a moment where Linda sees Blue in the parade. And Blue sees Linda. And then he chooses Jewel. He's like, I can't, like, I need to go get Jewel. Like, I can't Mm -hmm. go back. So then Linda uh, is trying to get to Blue and Blue gets to Jewel and is like, I'm going to get you out. And Nigel catches him, throws him in the cage, too. So now, the, and then he goes up to, like, the lead guy. And he's like, great. So they leave the parade route. And Linda was like, oh, fuck no. So she steals a float. Yeah, she steals a float. <laughs> Which like, I was like, I don't think you can do that. But okay. Because they weren't even at the end. No, but they, she don't care. No, so she steals it. And then the bulldog is on another float, and he's just shaking his butt, and he's like, I love carnival. Yeah, he's, having, he's living his best life. He's like, I can't stop. I don't know. <laughs> so they get um, to an airfield, uh, the bad guys, and they load up a plane, and they're going to go. And The least realistic part of this is that they are going to fly the plane. Right. And it's like one of those big cargo planes. Yeah. And so they go and then the Linda shows up. Oh gosh, excuse me, with the doctor and the kid. He's on the float too, right? Or he was with them. I, I think the think kid so. Oh, the kid was on the was on the float with the bad guys. So he was there. And he had been like dropping clues. That's so right. They, he was pushing off pieces of cloth so they could, so fall, they could like, follow ha- he was Hansel and Gretel yeah. yeah um and so they're they like knock the kid out of the way or something and then they load up the plane they're going and they go to take off and the float is like driving at them so they're basically like playing chicken but the plane takes off um and w- w- what happens is blue decides because everybody got caught the toucan all, all his friends, everybody's in right. this He, plane. like, says to Nigel, like, at one point, like, oh, some of the, the baddest birds in Brazil are coming f- to help me. Mm-hmm. And then one of those, the other birds, like, his friend birds are like, oh, great. That's good for all of us. <laughs> and they were like, he, I think he's talking about us. And he's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> so... So then Blue was just like, I'm not having this. Like, I'm going to get everybody out of here. Because he knows, he understands, like, physics and that kind of stuff. So he figures it out. So he he busts out of his cage. And then he's able to, like, unlock all these other cages. And then they open up the back hatch. And all the birds just, like, fly out. And they were like, oh, but Blue, you, you can't. And he's like, don't worry about it. Like, just go. Like, I can't fly. And then Nigel shows up and is fighting um, with Jewel and Blue. A cage hits Jewel's wing, 
and like breaks her wing basically. So she can't fly anymore. And then they do something with Nigel, but he falls out of the plane so and then they're fighting and like somehow the fire extinguisher gets knocked off. Oh, that's what it the was. Wall. The fire extinguisher. And so blue like hooks the fire extinguisher to Nigel mm-hmm. and then pulls the pin and that blows Nigel out of the plane. And then Nigel ends up getting sucked into the propeller. Yeah. Uh, and then, which then like messes up the plane and it's going to go down. So then the bad guys, there's only one parachute, and the main guy goes to jump out, but then the other two follow after him. Jump out after him. Yeah. Um, And then something happens, and Jewel gets knocked out of the plane and is falling. And then Blue's just like, all right, like I'm just going to fall with you. So he jumps down, and he's just like falling with her, and he's like, I'd rather just be with you. Like, I don't care. And then something like triggers his like PTSD, like what happened to him as a kid. Mm. And then he remembers and then he just like, Oh, and then she kisses him. And then he's just like, I know what to do. And then he just starts flying. Yeah. And he is surprisingly a strong flyer for never having flown before. Like he's carrying her and then like doing moves and stuff. Yeah. And they go back to the, um, it's not an airport. It was just like an airstrip. Mm-hmm. So they go back to there, uh, and we see the bad guys just like falling from the sky, like with the the lead guy has his like parachute, and then the two henchmen are just like hanging from his feet. And then Blue goes back to Linda, and he's got Jewel, and it's this whole thing, and they're like, don't worry, we'll take care of you. And then the next scene we see, they've opened a bird sanctuary, like a big like thing. It's, you know, in the forest. Well, I guess not. it's not a forest. It's like a rain. Well, yeah, it's a like rainforest. a rainforest. It's a forest. Um, and Jewel is now fixed. Um, Blue and Jewel are flying around. Turns out now that Linda is, clearly she's still living there. She's with the doctor. They've adopted the homeless boy. Like somehow they've become a family. That's sort of implied and then all the birds are dancing around singing the rio song again the rio rio something 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 rio and uh jewel and blue have had three babies look at that and everybody's happy and the end and nigel lived and it turns out nigel lived but he looks like uh, like a cooked chicken. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a bird that went through a propeller. <laughs> so, yeah. I thought this movie was <sighs> fine. There's some funny moments, but it's not great. The songs, you're right. They're not good. They're not good. But some of the animation was pretty. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was okay. It, eh, I don't really. It's, a, it's not one I care for. Is this one the DreamWorks movie? I don't know. I don't remember what it was. And this was one, uh, it's like one that every now and again, Nathan like pulls out like, oh, I want to watch Rio. That's like, okay. I was like, why? All right, fine. This movie made half a billion dollars worldwide. 20th Century Fox. Well, that's probably why they made a second one. Um, But we, uh, every now and then, like, Different stations will do, or channels, not stations. Um, I guess maybe both. But they'll they'll like run like a, a weekend marathon of like kids movies, and we'll just record. Yeah, we're like this so one might we, be good. So we just have a bunch of like kids movies on our DVR, and this is one of them. The only problem with that is the commercials, because Nate's also in the every commercial. I want that. Oh uh, yeah. This, well, these aren't that bad because this was on like FX or something. Right, so, so there's like grown-up stuff in the mix So it'll too. be like Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I need a new lawnmower. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got it, kid. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's Rio. Meh. Meh. That is right. You know, I mean, it's not like horrible for your children to watch it, but if you have to sit with them, there's better movies to sit through. For sure. Like any Pixar movie. (laughs) 
Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. I'm not a fan of the Cars franchise. You really hate Cars. I just, I, I don't, I don't know. We don't have to get into it right now. It's a lot of problems. Uh, anyway, listen to Cars, our Cars podcasts. You can hear all about them. <laughs> We've only done Cars too, but anyways, we didn't do Cars. Mm-mm. Hmm. No, we will. Because Nathan likes sequels. That's the one he was watching all the time. Was Cars too. So, please rate, review, subscribe. And when you do the rating, if you put in there a song you want me to incorporate in the beginning with rated PG, I'll do it. Doesn't matter. Whatever song it is. No limits. I'll make it happen. It's just, it's up to you. My fate is in your hands, people. If you want to hear Melissa sing opera, pick an aria. Exactly. I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, if you want to just like give us a shout out, you can do so on Twitter or Instagram at Rated PG Podcast or on Facebook at PG Podcast. And you can send us photos or suggestions. If there's a movie that you're just like, I want you guys to talk about this movie. Let us know. We'll do it. It doesn't just have to be like movies from our children. Right. And it could be like a throwback to a movie that you liked. Yeah. Maybe there was like a movie when you were a kid that you were like, I always, I watched this movie so many times. Yeah. Or a movie that haunts you to this day. We might have a throwback about a movie that haunts us at some point. It really haunts you. You talk about it all the time. Like so much. Scarred for life. (laughs) I watched too much fucked up stuff as a child that, that one isn't like my. I was sheltered. It was all PBS and movie <laughs> musicals, and then that happened. That one isn't my like. Oh no, I've got so many more. I mean, maybe I need to see it again just to heal. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> anyway, next week is a throwback week. Benji's choice. Hope it doesn't suck. So. <laughs> Until then, just remember. If the kids aren't watching it, we ain't talking about it. <laughs>